Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Phoenix, Arizona, it's time for Phoenix Business Radio, spotlighting the city's best businesses and the people who lead them. Welcome to another episode of Best of Health brought to you by Ask the PA, Bar Regis, your healthcare advocate. I am totally excited about today's uh, situation here that we have. We have three amazing ladies that I literally met 15 minutes ago. <laughs> And they all have passions for healthcare like no other. And what we're going to talk about today is the Health Now Expo that's going to be taking place in Scottsdale, Arizona on this Saturday, March 3rd. The three ladies we have with me today are Jody Towns, who's the founder of Networking for Healthcare. And she is the person, the brains behind this whole expo brave one she is. And she is uh, someone who brings healthcare businesses and business together and also is a marketing mixologist. So I can't wait to hear about that. Second in the studio, we have Eva Savageau. She is a licensed massage therapist, certified neuromuscular therapist, massage therapy for infants. And she has a business that I'm really intrigued about. It's called Neuromuscular Pain and Wellness Centers. She is one of the exhibitors for the Health Now Expo, and I can't wait to hear about what she's going to be doing there. And finally, in the studio today, we have Diana Fisher. Diana Fisher is the Director of Marketing Operations for Health South, now called Encompass Health, and she is also uh, a member of the Foundation for the Burn Foundation, and I'm really psyched to hear about her endeavors and everything and how all of this is going to work with the Health Now Expo. So, you know, I'm going to start with Jody. Jody, First of all, what I want to know is how on earth did you ever come up with this idea <laughs> and what possessed you? <laughs> yes, being uh, whatever we are, five, six days out, I kind of feel the same way. What possessed me? <laughs> um, it's it's probably been a dream uh, buried in me for a long, long time. Um, I've always been someone who's com- connected people within the community and the business community, even just friends. But that's really what this is about. It's allowing what I like to call hidden gems of the medical world, really giving them a platform to uh, basically promote themselves out to the community and really just share what they, what they, what they're doing and what they're up to. So this whole idea of this health now event is uh, yeah, something that I thought about actually middle of last year and thought that this was just another way to give my uh, members of Networking for Healthcare an opportunity to market themselves out to the community. And so that's where we are today. We're a week away from the event and I'm so excited and I'm excited to share all of them, all 28 of them out to the community. So it's going to be amazing. 28 people. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yep. And we have actually one of the exhibitors here today, uh, Eva. Eva, tell us a little bit about yourself and tell us a little bit about your business. Well, I have been a licensed massage therapist and certified neuromuscular therapist um, for over 14 years now. And I mainly specialize in chronic to acute pain. And it's not just from physical activities. A lot of people don't realize chronic pain also comes from emotional pain as well. And a lot of people have um, emotional pain that's trapped inside and they feel it in their bodies. People with PTSD have chronic pain. Over 50% of them have it. And that's one of the reasons why. So one of my specialties is cranial sacral therapy, and it literally resets the nervous system and breaks the pain cycle 
by getting the nerves to stop overstimulating, which is one of the main causes of chronic pain. What kind of uh, patients do you serve? Oh, all kinds, <laughs> all kinds of patients. I, I actually just had one in particular who um, had a stroke in her 40s, which is just a couple of years ago, two years and two months. She has been to a couple of neurologists. She's been to the Mayo Clinic. She's been to several ENTs and um, ear, nose, and throat doctors, and nobody has been able to help her after the stroke. She has extreme brain fog, um, pain in her head and her her face, stuffiness, and it just won't go away. She said it's hard to explain. It feels like her head's going to start spinning. And um, so I told her, well, let's try a treatment. She found me online, and and uh, so we did a one treatment and I called her the day after to see how she was doing. She was doing, she said she was feeling really good. We scheduled for a week out and she came the next week and said, two years and two months I've had this and it's gone. It's been gone since the day you treated me. So it's, it was amazing. That's I get fabulous. All, yes, it was. And I, I get all kinds of, of patients who come to see me. Um, a lot of soldiers who have PTSD, uh, a lot of actually kids with autism, parents bring me kids that it helps to calm their bodies. So basically what you're doing with these autistic kids is kind of like resetting them, calming them down so that they can function throughout the day uh, at a different baseline than everything being so hyperactive and, and disconnected and things like that. I think it's so cool what you do. And it's going to be fun to have conversations with the three of you about this, because with our next guest being the marketing director for us, Health South, tell us about what you do and see everybody what the connection between the three of these people is. It's really fascinating. Go for it. Well, you know, it's interesting when we met in the lobby and Eva was telling the same story about this uh, stroke survivor, you know, it rung a bell with me because the main type of diagnosis we treat at Health South are strokes. That's kind of what bases our um, thrust of care. Now we see amputees, we see burns, we see hip fractures, uh, multi-traumas, but strokes are really kind of at the heart of what we do. But, you know, being a traditional acute rehab hospital company, we're the nation's largest. We're almost 130 hospitals nationwide. We've been in business over 30 years. You know, we're also starting to explore more wellness methods, more alternative methods of treating, especially pain, because a lot of our patients come to us with chronic pain, whether it's injury, whether it's um, MS, Parkinson's, um, amputees, and phantom pain, and especially what's with what's going on in, especially in Arizona right now with the opioid epidemic, we are really, as a company, taking a look at alternative pain methods. Where can we go? What can we do different to treat our patients and promote long-term wellness instead of just popping a pill and sending them home with a prescription? And as a healthcare practitioner, uh, I'd like to chat about that for a second. I totally agree with you. And I think the epidemic's been uh, caused by so many different things. It's overuse of prescriptions, but also there weren't any alternative therapies that people really were willing to reach out and explore. And I think still we're at the infant stages on that. Mm-hmm. When you talk to healthcare providers, a lot of times they're like, well, I don't get acupuncture. I don't get massage therapy, how it's going to work because they never had the training. Right. And so we're now at a time where we need to like start thinking about integration, getting the best of the best together and talk about how can we deal with pain and try different things. The hard part in our country is that we have to get insurances to start 
thinking out of the box and covering those kinds of things. And we really need to all rally together and say it works. And so with the opioid epidemic and with other drugs, as we see, I think we're at the cusp of some amazing things. And what I thought was really interesting, Jody, was that when I looked at the list of people that you have coming to the expo that are your exhibitors and actually your speakers, Mm -hmm. a lot of people and they deal with pain. So tell me about that. Yeah, pain is um, is probably a big um, majority of, uh, well, I don't know if I would say a majority of the actual event, but just to kind of piggyback and then I'll get mm-hmm. to what you just asked right. me is that, yes, that's really what this expo is about. It's about um, really highlighting some modalities and practitioners and not the mainstream traditional medicine, honestly. I mean, it is very integrative. It's definitely more holistic in the approach that most of these exhibitors are going to be talking about um, or rather sharing when they're, you know, visiting with people that are attending. So it it really does nail what you said in terms of um, it's really a response that I know that the public, the community out there is looking for alternatives. They're looking for other things that they're not necessarily going to find in an insurance directory as far as right. a physician and things like that. So, um, so yeah, I mean, that's, you know, again, now I've already forgotten, Barb, what you asked me. <laughs> well, I just really wanted to make that point. And the, also just really quick, the point about the opioid, um, that's, I mean, truly that's a big, um, a big thing. And um, we've all been in some of our, when we meet um, as a group, it's the mix and mingle. We've actually had some conversations around that and around the pain management world. And and you're absolutely right. I mean, from a provider perspective, they know that the patients out there are unaware of other alternatives than just the drugs. Well, and you're right. And the thing is, we're, uh, I think allopathic practitioners like myself as a PA, where we struggle is like, you know, we're basically being told, okay, eliminate, you know, don't prescribe anymore. Well, okay. Well, there's certain people with cancer and chronic pain mm-hmm. that that have been on these medications for years. You can't say don't right. prescribe, right? You know, but we're getting that little. And but my point is, is that okay? If we're not going to prescribe, then let's have a period of time where we look at different modalities, yeah. different therapies, mm-hmm. and we try to wean them off medications with the hopes that they're on minimal medications or they're looking at alternatives. Like you actually have one of your exhibitors uh, talk about me- medical marijuana. Mm-hmm. You have all sorts of different people coming together and that excites me. So tell me about some of your exhibitors. Wow. Well, like like you've already mentioned, I mean, it's it's one thing that I wanted to be very conscious about is is not having a lot of duplication so that there were, you know, you know, one representative basically from, you know, the different areas of, of medicine. Um, we have a, a company that I actually have just visited within the last few months. They do on-demand um, healthcare. So right. their company is called Dispatch Health. Mm-hmm. Um, they're new to the Valley. They're based out of Colorado. In Colorado, they worked with the uh, fire department. And um, out in Colorado, they're actually dispatched along with um, paramedics and right. fire. They're not quite there here in the Phoenix metro area, um, but they do still have that same business model of, of, and I've actually sat with them in their operations as they're taking phone calls. So these are options not only for the the senior um, um, individual, a senior patient out there that may be not able to leave their home um, because it may be transportation or maybe they're just too sick. Mm-hmm. It's another option for them. It's also an option for a busy mom who's maybe at home with five kids and she needs to get to the urgent care, but trying to get all and rally all of those kiddos into the car to make that happen, it's not always doable. So 
Dispatch Health is another alternative that, again, I just want I want the public to know about that if they're in a bind and they don't want to go visit an urgent care, here's a, a company that you can contact and schedule. I mean, obviously, if it's a 911 emergency, you should be calling 911. But if it's something that can be held off for maybe a couple of hours or something like that, they they could be very well be an excellent choice as far as a provider. So that's one example. I mean, we have another one that comes to mind is, is travel medicine. Yeah. So they actually provide, and he is also a PA, so I'm excited for you to also mm-hmm. meet him, uh, Norman Bazan. He uh, provides international vaccines uh, for anybody who's traveling abroad. So they're not only a great resource for an individual who's maybe making that vacation travel, they're also, he's a great resource for companies that have their employees going back and forth to different countries. He has just a, a, a wealth of knowledge around what vaccines are necessary. And then also when somebody might be returning back to the US and now they're you know they've they've got some sort of illness that they don't know if it's associated with that particular country he's so um he's so uh, his expertise in this area is so great that he can usually help them right away versus somebody going you know to their primary doctor or you know the emergency room or something like that so that's another great example yeah i was really excited to see that uh i could relate to that a little bit about 5 years ago when i was in mexico in puerto vallarta my husband um actually got um mosquito bite right before we went to the airport. And luckily I kind of realized that he actually had dengue. And I said to my business partner at the time, please, whatever you do, do a dengue test on him. And whatever we do, we don't give him any aspirin or anything like that because it's hemorrhagic fever. And luckily what happened was it was dengue and he was taking care of it. It was a big pu- public health deal and stuff like that. So it's it's cool to have people like that coming into the the you know the health now expo because what it does is exposes all these different exhibitors to all these different people and it helps us all grow our practices together. So in that regard, what I like to do is ask you, speaker wise, like who who are some of the speakers that are going to be there? Oh my gosh! Okay, so we have um, you already mentioned medical mar- marijuana and you um, talked earlier. We have a gentleman who actually works with practitioners to certify um, in that industry. And he's going to be talking about basically the disbeliefs, you know, in terms of, or mis- the unknowns about really um, how people are benefiting from medical marijuana. So I think that's going to be a really interesting mm-hmm. one. One that I think is going to be very popular is uh, bioidentical hormones. Right. We have um, Geraldine Jones, who's a nurse practitioner in the Scottsdale area. She, that's all she does all day, every day. So she is really an expert in women's health and especially in the very confusing, you know this as a, as right. a practitioner, the very confusing and very complex world of hormone replacement. So right. I have a feeling that's going to be a very popular one for, um, for women and even men. So we also have a integrative physician who provides primary care, but one of her specialties is gut health. Mm-hmm. And again, that's another you know pretty common thing that we see that oh, I know. Very common. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's going to be speaking on that um, in terms of, you know, just overall good health, um, because a lot of that, you know, just as you know, starts in the gut and, and people don't necessarily realize that. So that's another one. We're going to actually end the day. I'm really excited about this. We have Randy Graves, who is from Giving Consulting. She is a certified health coach and she um, is a Uh, also certified Pilates instructor. She is actually going to do a talk on uh, toxins and basically, um, you know, energizing your, your body, eating for energy, cleansing for toxins. 
But when she gets done with her talk, we're actually already going to have the adjacent um, patio set up with some yoga mats. And whoever is wanting to do this, we are going to go out and she's going to guide us through some yoga stretches, Mm -hmm. um, a little bit of guided meditation, because that's really her specialty. And just end the day on just such a relaxing note. So we're, I'm really looking forward to that because I not only the attendees who are attending the event, but I'm sure some of the exhibitors so, yeah, are going to get out there. Okay. <laughs> after after four hours, like I'm ready to just find my feng shui. Exactly. Right? Yes, <laughs> exactly. So, hey, uh, Eva, so if someone goes over to your exhibit, what can they expect to see? Well, what I would like to do is do some little treatments of cranial sacral. Let the people know what it is exactly that I do, how it feels and how light of a touch it actually is. Mm -hmm. And that's fascinating to me, um, learning about that, especially with patients with TMJ. I I know a lot of my patients have gone to physical therapy and actually have had great results with that. And to see you have results in other diagnoses, I'm really fascinated about that. I have to, I have to like branch off just slightly. I want to know a little bit more about massage for baby infants. Oh, yeah. oh, I just got to know it. about the baby massage. It's amazing. So what I do is teach, I actually teach parents how to massage their infants. Aww. And there's a sequence in it, um, the extremities, the arms. A lot of parents will come to me and say that their baby won't stop crying when they're trying to massage them. Mm. And I'll tell, I'll give them my arm and say, show me how you're rubbing them. And they'll do a very soft touch and that actually does not feel good. So you want to do a firmer touch on the baby and I'll show them how and let them know, you know, that's the most likely the reason why the baby's crying. It can feel like pins and needles on, like when your foot's asleep. Mm-hmm. I've had a nurse in the, the NICU that said the same thing. She said, we have to tell the volunteers not to lightly rub the babies because it hurts their skin. So fascinating. I didn't, I really put two two together. Where were you? I'm feeling really bad right now. And I had a baby that wouldn't stop crying. (laughs) And I love, I love kids. I love working on, on kids, toddlers. I do cranial sacral and toddlers and they'll literally just fall asleep right there. And and so it's pretty amazing. And it shows, I'll, I'll teach parents how to calm their babies different ways on if they have colic, if they have any type of digestion problems or are just irritable, um, need to be calm. And it helps the parents to be calm too. But the most important thing is the bonding. And we all know how important that is, the human touch, especially with the bonding. Yes. And there's now like volunteers going to the hospital and they're actually just holding the babies. Uh, oh, it's and, so and, important. Yeah, it's... It's it's amazing just see how calming so quickly that touch is. And that's the thing in medicine right now. You know, there's a lot about like, don't touch your patient. Don't do this. Don't do that. But all I know is what a difference a hug makes. Mm-hmm. And I know behind closed doors with me, I'll say to patients almost every other one, like, can I give you a hug today? Because you can tell they need it. And they're like, right. oh, yeah, bring it on. <laughs> you know, and it's kind of like another practitioner's like, oh, can't hug our, we can't hug our patients. Not, 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 not good. So. Now back to Diana. I, I you know, as a as, as a title sponsor, tell us a little bit more about Health South and why you guys connected with, you know, the expo and and also I want to get into a conversation about also the uh, Milagro Rancho Milagro and a little oh, bit about actually- that. I'll talk a little bit. Oh, about okay. That. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Well, you know, it's interesting. Um, I was introduced to Jody by one of uh, the people on my team. I think it was last summer, maybe, maybe even longer. And uh, 
you can't tell because we're on radio, but when you meet <laughs> Jody, you can't help but just want to be a part of whatever she's doing. Mm-hmm. So we actually hosted a networking event at our Scottsdale Hospital back in the fall. It was absolutely fantastic. The group of people that came, that came, they weren't just there to show up and drink a glass of wine and whatever. They were people who really wanted to get to know each other, really wanted to make connections and find out how we can all help each other help our patients. So that has kind of continued into the title sponsor for the expo. Mm-hmm. So, you know, while we're also an exhibitor, we want people to know about HealthSouth and what we do and what we can do for the patients. It's also an opportunity for us to continue to collaborate with all of these partners whose ultimate goal is the um, care and wellness of the patients of our community. I mean, eventually no one expects to be a patient. I could be a patient tomorrow. You could be a patient it's next exactly. week. You know, and the thing about... Um, Knowing your options is that the scary thing for patients and families is you don't know you need a health south or a rehab hospital until you need it. And then you're left with little time to make a choice, little education about what your choices really mean. And it's scary. You're putting your hands in total strangers and hoping that you're going to get the best outcome. This is an opportunity for this community. And I, I guarantee the people that come to this expo are people who want to know more. They're people who want to be educated. They're people who want to know their options. And they're people who want to know how to better take care of themselves. Um, and we're excited to take care of those people because it just takes one, one patient that we can affect the outcome on, makes an educated choice. I mean, spending four hours with Jody and her team will be totally worth it. And we have yoga. <laughs> you know, I, that's awesome. And now, I relate to that a lot, and I'll share my dad's story. Um, my father actually was in the hospital. He had a real severe sodium depletion, and um, the older gentleman, and really, they were kind of were writing him off, and we had to make some family decisions really quickly about his rehabilitation, all this kind of stuff. And it was like, I wish I was empowered with more knowledge, mm-hmm. and it was really, really frustrating for me. And then in the cycle, just being a, as an advocate for him, some of the things that happened along the way were so frustrating. And so the more that we can hook up hospitals and primary care with rehabilitation facilities and they know what the choices are, what the differences mm-hmm. are, it's so, so, so critical. Because to me, you know, we, we hospitalize, we get them stabilized, but it's that engaging in rehabilitation, bringing them back, bringing them back to their baselines. Because people, when my father uh, went, they, they didn't believe what his baseline was. I had to literally show photos. My father said, I want this guy back and I won't take anything less right. and work with them. And that was really interesting was I didn't know that you guys actually go into places like uh, assisted livings and, and independent living facilities such as Renaissance down in Sun Lakes. Mm-hmm. Um, I did find out from one of your PAs and I, my father actually had an injury and I said, cut to the chase. Let's see if you <laughs> just get this physical therapist down over at Sun Lakes. And it was one of your physical therapists worked with my father three days a week and brought him back. He's you now he's 95 years old. Mm-hmm. He's wow. a retired doctor and he had a great experience with you guys. And I thought, Every facility should have that. Come on, because it's so frustrating. Tell me a little bit more about, okay, let's say somebody's in assisted living and they need to be like readmitted to a rehabilitation hospital. How does that work? So actually, it's easier than you think. Typically, the majority of our patients come right from the acute care hospital. They have a Mm -hmm. stroke, they have a brain injury, they come right. Those are the easy patients. Right. 
But what people don't know, because we're licensed as a hospital, and this is, I actually have two full-time people at each hospital who this is their only job, is to go out and educate the community, meet people in skilled nursing, assisted living, independent living in home, and actually talk about um, why they might be right for rehab. Because our goal at um, inpatient rehab is not to keep them. Right. We're short term. We're 10 to 14 days. Right. You know, our goal is home. And if an assisted living is your home to us, that's that's where we're going to return you to. That's how we're judged by um, CMS, by Medicare. So we will actually go in and evaluate patients in person, whether they're in the hospital, at home. I have two people who go into people's homes. We go all the way out to Casa Grande. We go to Florence. um, Because the best way to judge function and really get to know a patient is to see them in their home environment. Then we have a better idea of, yeah, we can actually help this patient get them back here, but we can get them there safer, improve their function, uh, tie together their medical management needs, whether it's a pneumonia, urinary tract infection, um, dysphagia, whatever it might be, because physicians see their patients every single day with us. In fact, they see a, a huge amount of physicians, physical medicine and rehab, internal medicine infectious disease, wound care, nephrology, you name it. You know, we have them at Health South, And then they get three hours minimum of therapy a day, PTOT and speech. The whole goal is that really tight medical management, intense rehab. And we want to get you back home, but we want to get you either back to your baseline or maybe even a little better than when you came in. And exactly what you're saying is you have a full team approach that's all encompassing. And what's exciting to me is that's what's needed in healthcare right now. It is so broken. It's so disconnected. I see it every day. Uh, I, the frustrations I have when, when you see this, it's, you know, people have given up on healthcare. They've given up mm-hmm. on even want to reach out to us. And I mean, and I'll, I'll put it out there, folks. I know I'm an allopathic practitioner and the stories I hear behind closed doors, how people would rather go alternative because we are not listening. Mm-hmm. You're we correct. need to start listening. We need to start thinking out of the box. We need to be referring to people like yourselves over here. We need to get it together. And you know what? At the end of the day, I don't care what it's all about. The only thing it's about is the patient. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's about. And that's what excites me about what Jody's doing. It's like, this is a gal who's got a marketing background and has done so many different things. And she chose healthcare. Wow. <laughs> Or, Welcome. or healthcare chose me. Is there a story behind that, Jody? A little uh, bit? It's, that's probably some truth to that. Okay, so. um, I actually was a business owner at uh-huh. the time that I was introduced to a uh, founder of a primary care practice. Mm-hmm. And uh, we actually probably talked for a good six to eight months as she was trying to encourage me to come on board and be her marketing uh, manager. Mm-hmm. And this is back in the day when she was starting a business model that no one had ever heard of. And the ones who had, they weren't interested. (laughs) So it was concierge medicine. And so, um, you know, and I had no idea what I was getting into. And it was an amazing ride. It was an amazing experience Mm -hmm. helping that practice to really make their mark in the the community. And also just, um, again, it's just all about showing people that there's a different way. Right. It's not the one way. It's not the right way. It's it's just another way. And again, it just ties back to everything that we've already talked about. It talks about that's so true of all the exhibitors. It's just another form of medicine um, mm-hmm. to give people choices because it's so true. And I know this of my own family, of my own health. I mean, this is our body. We should have 
a choice to be able to decide like which route we want to go and, and collaborate with practitioners that are a good match for us too. Exactly. So, um, yeah, so, so yeah, I really do believe that healthcare probably did choose me, but I'm glad I'm and very we're lucky glad. to have you. Thank you. Thank very you. Lucky it's, to have you. It's been an amazing ride and it's been fun, just as you've already mentioned, bringing these folks together and what Diana said, I mean, truly, I think the universe is just making that happen. It's putting like-minded people together that really want to support one another. I mean, there's a lot of people, we mentioned this earlier when we talked about pain management. When I think think about some of the uh, mix and mingle events through Networking for Healthcare, there have been probably, you know, five, six, seven people all in pain management, but everyone's doing something maybe a little bit different and a little bit unique. And what I love about it is the fact that they, those folks still want to, they still want to know one another. They want to still be able to support one another, share things that are working, things that are not possibly referring back to one another. Um, And that's actually happening. We had some great stories on the addiction side where we had a naturopath and a uh, uh, a rehabilitation clinic, but more specific to addiction services. They are now working together. They didn't even know about each other Mm -hmm. until those networking... um, uh, events. And so again, I think it's just bringing, you said it, a very disconnected healthcare community together. It's like our little small piece of trying to create more balance in that world so that people do feel connected because you're right, the patient um, and the provider, everyone is frustrated with healthcare. And so I think that this is, you know, a couple different ways the Health Now event the networking group, all of it are just different pieces to being able to just bring healthcare together to, again, support one another. And the end result is just making people better, making, you know, making their health better. So, yeah. And that's ultimately, like you said, we only have one body Mm -hmm. and whether you're three years old or you're like my father, 95 years old, getting you to a baseline, helping you stay at that baseline, you know, enabling you to make the correct decisions for your health rather than us telling you what you should do. And that's what's exciting about medicine is that I think slowly but surely people are starting to come into an acceptance that there are different ways to approach a problem. And I think if we can just kind of learn to respect each other and respect what they're doing, because again, the end of of the day, the same goal is right there. Mm -hmm. It's the best outcome for our patients, no matter what. That's what matters. So tell me about your other title sponsors. So we have Medmetrics Compounding Pharmacy. They are a Chandler-based pharmacy. They have a retail location, and like I said, in the Chandler area. They're just a local resource resource for pharmacy. You mentioned earlier, I mean, there's there's obviously conditions out there that are very necessary for, for pharmacy in terms of medicines. I mean, that's never going to go away. They are just another choice um, versus the big box. They can handle traditional prescriptions. They can handle compounding, which is another area that I don't think I know personally. I, I really didn't know much about maybe six, eight months ago. I've learned a lot in six to eight months about what compounding pharmacy is all about and how 
It can help patients. It can help doctors in terms of, you know, treatments. And then pet medications. That's another big mm. specialty for them. Huge. Mm. Yes. Yeah. I didn't know they did pet medications. They do. Really. They do. And so that's, you know, so that's another great thing is, again, to me, they're like a, a hidden medical gem out there that is going to um, give exposure to them, to the to the public, because they can, they can actually compete with big box. They can ship for free. Mm-hmm. They have courier service. They can price match. They take all the insurances just like retail um, pharmacies do. So they're really doing everything that a big box is doing. And mark my words, they're going to get busier. And the reason, yeah. getting, and I'm going to tell you why they're going to get busier. Real simple. What's happening with all the generic medications that are out there, there's a lot of fillers. A mm-hmm. lot of the fillers have GMOs in there. A lot of the fillers are and in my opinion, I'm going to say it, they're unacceptable. So it's interesting. I've had a couple of cases in my office where I've had people that I've been treating for like, let's say ADD, they've been on Adderall and it's always been the white pill by this particular company. And then all of a sudden they went to the pharmacy and they got the blue pill. And then they came into me and said, you know, I've been having a lot of like GI upset lately mm-hmm. and I've been having this, and I've been having that. So we dive and we talk for a while and I go, there's got to be something different. And then finally the light comes on. Oh, it's that blue pill. I go, what are you talking about? Not, not Viagra, the blue pill. <laughs> sorry. But, uh, sorry. But, uh, anyway. Um, so what happened was real simply, I said, okay, we're going to go back to the pharmacy. And what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and have you exchange that blue pill. Well, they wouldn't take it back, of course, but get the white pill again. And instead of a $2,000 workup where we're going to do scope, we're going to do this, we're going to put you on a like Nexium for the rest of your life, and we're going to screw up your B12, and it goes on and on and on and on. They came back to me two weeks later and said, got it, it was the blue pill. <laughs> so what I think is going to happen with compounding pharmacies is much, many people are going to go for their generics over there and say, listen, I want to make sure that it's non-GMO based, non-wheat based. I mm-hmm. want to make sure there's no Roundup in the mix and I want something more pure. So I think they're at a cusp of uh, of, of greatness, yes. compounding pharmacies. And I love it too, because like if you're somebody who has pain and like, let's say you want to give them a little mixture of lidocaine with some other medications, compounding pharmacies are great because they'll mix a little this, a little that, a little this, a little that. People will try it out and they'll either report to you it's work or not and they right. can mix it up. And so right. I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of compounding pharmacies and stuff like that mm-hmm. for yeah. sure. Yeah. So, yes, I cool. think, for, right. And I think it's just a matter of also educating um, the public about oh, yeah. it as a, as another option. So you mentioned earlier Rancho Milagro um, yeah. as far as the foundation. So Vanessa Conan is actually going to be one of our exhibitors and Vanessa's company is Vintanya. And she actually um, provides just a, an incredible treatment that helps basically people who have gone through trauma in a lot of cases. It's for the brain in terms of brain performance. Mm-hmm. And one of the things about Vanessa uh, twofold is the fact that she's got something that is pretty cutting edge. It's almost too hard for her to go anywhere and really market it. She needs to spend time with people and really allow them to really understand what the treatment is like and what what could be potentially the mm-hmm. outcomes. So in addition to that, she also has Rancho Milagro, which is a foundation. It is a ranch that she owns out in the Northeast Valley. And she really serves all kinds of people who, again, who have suffered through trauma victims of sex trafficking. She mm-hmm. works for works with people who also have have a military or any type of PTSD. She was actually a paramedic herself for many many years and she became very depressed. She 
you know, had like the brain fog. She just, you know, just was not happy in life and couldn't figure out like what was going to help her. She went back to her roots, which was horses and the environment. And that's where she is today is she's helping people with her equine therapy. So she's got a ranch uh, full of horses and she will just facilitate them meaning the person who's there and, and she does groups. So it's not just individuals, but groups that will just allow them to use everything that is there. The, the, the desert, the mountains, the just being out in nature in general. Mm-hmm. I mean, how often do we ever get to do that right. and just interact with the horses. And it's a way of being able to help people work through whatever issues that they're going on. So Rancho Milagro is just doing amazing things. And I wanted to support them. I wanted them to be part of our event in terms of just, again, getting the awareness out there that this is another form of a therapy that you're not going to find out about. It's not going to be necessarily something that's in, I don't know, whatever anybody would be looking at, but it could potentially help someone. It could just be that one little piece that they have that breakthrough. So so that's why they're involved with the with the expo. So I think that's fabulous. And Horses, again, human touch. Yes. Having an animal, a big animal. A big animal. Yeah. <laughs> that could hurt you. Yes. Be, in another sense, a gentle giant that for some reason you're able to connect with. And again, it goes back to look at the variety of people that are going to be at the expo. Look at the variety of topics that are going to be discussed at the expo. So like, okay, I'm like uh, Joe Smith and I live up in North Scottsdale. Hey, I hear about the expo. I'm going to think about the expo before I go to the spring training game. <laughs> right. So like, Make a stop. <laughs> like, uh, are there going to be any giveaways or any swag? Yes. Yes, we have uh, many of our exhibitors are going to be providing giveaways and all the fun little items to collect. Some complimentary things that are going to be happening are blood pressure checks. We have a physician who's actually going to provide anybody who wants to get their blood pressure taken a look at to see where they're at. We have another really exciting exhibitor who's going to be doing some allergy testing. And okay. she can do something. It's something dermal. It's something on the skin that she will be able to... She tests for environmental allergies. So she will have something complimentary that if people are interested in just testing it out, that's going to be available. So there's going to be a lot of not only giveaways, like things that people can actually take home with them, but things where they're going to be able to actually try some things out, which you know, ex- experimenting and being able to be in it to really see if it's something that they're interested in. So, so it's really neat is like, if you think about it, this expo is for all ages, all ages. I am sure if mom comes in with that little infant and comes over to see Eva, (laughs) we might learn a little bit about that. That's amazing. And then we have, you know, for rehabilitation, all ages, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's like you say, it can switch on a dime and somebody, uh, said to me, who's a physical therapist who I totally respect. And she goes, we're just temporarily abled. And if you think about that, that's what we are. You're right. You know? And so she, I've thought that because years ago when I worked at the county in the burn center, I worked through the physical therapy department. That already always stuck with me. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's, it's just one of those things where, again, anyone and everybody, 
all over the valley. Hey, it's going to be Saturday morning. The traffic's going to be light. I'm coming from Ahwatukee. I can't wait. I'm going to be actually hanging out with my friend April at her isogenics booth there. And <laughs> I also will, you know, uh, helping her. And also, uh, I would love to help with blood pressures. And any of you guys, I'm going to be over at your booth. <laughs> Because I, you know, I got the 95 and 90 year old mom and, you know, I might need you too. (laughs) We're going to find something uh, good for you. (laughs) Right on. And Jody, like, I'm just enamored by what you're doing. I'm just like, thank you. Do you ever sleep? Um, I do. I actually sleep very well. Sleep is very important to me. I've learned that being in healthcare. I do Mm. not sacrifice my sleep. Good for you. Yeah. So, so yeah. So just again, it's a free event open to the public, just like you said, all ages, very easy to get to. It's right off of the Loop 101 and Princess Drive. We're actually going to have some um, some cones, some balloons, okay. some markers to lead everyone in, plenty of parking. All of the educational seminars are for free. We're going to have them starting at basically a little after 11. Now that I'm looking at the schedule, okay. that probably wasn't smart, but probably about 11.15, the first speaker will start. We've got two separate rooms where those uh, speakers will actually be doing their talks. And then the main exhibit hall, things going on the entire time. So, and I actually was thinking about the time in terms of my own, you know, what would work for me. I chose 11 a.m. because if maybe perhaps they're a younger family, mm-hmm. maybe they've got some things going on in the morning, you know, activities, soccer, whatever. Yep. So it just Perfect. allows people to kind of have that mid, you know, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m mid part of the day before they get to the spring training right. game and just to stop in and just take a look and, and walk around and get educated, uh, listen to the speakers, interact, get some cool giveaways and just enjoy the day. And so the plan is to do this event again in October. So look for it again, October, 2018. So it will be a twice a year thing. Are you thinking about maybe different locations? Like I am. East Valley? Absolutely. You Yay. must have read my mind. I'm already looking at space in either Chandler or Gilbert area. And so that will be for sure the location. And then uh, we'll just look to 2019 to see exactly where we go from there. But I do want it to serve other parts of the area. I mean, I I picked this location in particular because it is very easy to get nice. off right off the freeway and easy to get to. So I do really want to encourage, even if you are in Phoenix, you know, come out. It's yeah, going to be worth the drive. It's Saturday. Yeah. So five minutes tops. Exactly. And that'll be the same thing that I'll look for in uh, East Valley is just something that's convenient off the freeway, plenty of parking and just plenty of space because I have a feeling our group is going to actually grow. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think so. And yeah. um, I, I know I'm joining. <laughs> I got all sorts of ideas. Excellent. I'm like bummed. I want to speak next time. I, well, I want to have fun with you. Yes. Yeah. But I'm going to go like, I'm just going to go and uh, be uh, around checking out all the booths. Yes. I'm going to get to know everybody. This is definitely. So, so Eva, final thoughts. How can we reach you? How can we reach your amazing practice? Um, tell us about your final thoughts. Um, well, you can Google it, Neuromuscular Pain and Wellness okay. Center. And my website is, it's, I've got my website. I'm not huge into social media. I do have a Facebook page. And it's um, nice, by the way. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I know nothing about computers, but I was, I designed my website myself. You because did? I had, an, I had a shoulder injury and couldn't work for a while. So I thought, well, why not learn how to design a website? So I, she did a nice she did job. A really <laughs> nice job. Hey, we Thank may be chatting you. later. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. That's great. And Diana. 
Well, interestingly enough, right now we're called Health South. That's our company name. But last year, we actually acquired a home health agency called Encompass Home Health. And um, through that acquisition, we decided that we needed a name that better reflected us as a company. Health South was started in the South mm-hmm. over 30 years ago. It's really no longer reflects who we are. So we actually adopted um, the, the Encompass name. So as of July 1st, here in Phoenix, we'll be known as Encompass Health. E-N-C-O-M-P-A-S-S. But for right now, you can go to healthsouth.com. We have three hospitals actually in Phoenix, if you weren't aware. So we have one website that you can go to. It'll take you to any three of our hospitals if patients or families are curious or want to look. And it's healthsouthaz.com. And then I also want to give a little plug for the Arizona Burn Foundation. This year is our 20th annual Festival of Trees. Oh, wow. And if you aren't familiar with the Arizona Burn Foundation, I joined the board of directors um, last year. And it's been one of the most touching, fulfilling things I've ever done as far as philanthropy and fundraising. And this year they asked me to chair. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I don't. I have like butterflies every time I think about it. Who wants to screw up the 20th annual Festival you of won't. Trees? No. But yeah. it's such an amazing um, foundation that supports uh, burns survivors and their families. Because if you know anything about burn recovery, it's long, it's forever. It's life-changing. People lose jobs and homes. And um, it's not just the burn survivor, it's the family because this is such a long, long recovery process. The foundation provides uh, money and housing, but the biggest thing they provide is support. And they provide a community for these people to feel like um, it's their new normal. They're not alone. So please go to AZ Burn Foundation and check us out. We have Camp Courage this summer for our burn kids. We have an upcoming smoke alarm installation event that's free. We're going to be in Sunny Slope neighborhood. And then we'll have a festival of trees next year, December 8th at the JW Marriott Desert Ridge. So please, please take a look. That's awesome. Yeah. And I would just love to get also the networking for healthcare group involved in all of your endeavors with that. So we'll talk more. Yeah, that would be fabulous. And Jody, final thoughts? Uh, Just again, just encouraging everyone to come out to the event uh, Saturday, uh, March 3rd, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. If you need additional information, um, speaker lineups and times and all of that, you can go to healthnow2018.com. Another great way to find information quickly, if you're just Googling and can't remember that domain, just go on to Eventbrite. You'll be able to find um, the Health Expo listed on Eventbrite, and so that's another way. So, yeah, I'm just excited. I I wish it was tomorrow, honestly, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's not. We have a few It'll more be days here before you exactly. know it. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, no, and I do. I appreciate you know you allowing us, and especially just to highlight um, these two ladies yeah. and Thank and you their so much. yeah, yeah. their you, practices Jody. and their companies because they're just one small piece of, and small meaning you're just two of what really what this event is going to be about. And that's why I really am just so excited to just be able to share this with the public and just get them to get more familiar with all these different things in terms of medical that's out there. So thank you. Thank you for coming. I want to just say thank you to all three of you for spending the time here on uh, Best of Health brought to you by Ask the PA. And even those folks that are in winter climates, get on an airplane, come to the expo, <laughs> and then go to a game. Exactly. Anyway, I can't wait to, to see you all on Saturday. And thank you for spending the time. Again, thanks so much. I uh, hope you will like and follow my page, Ask the PA on Facebook. And to our next show next month. Take care. <laughs>